0: Rabnosan Zal is explaining exactly what took place when the brothers sold Yosef Hatzadik. Based on what we've been learning here in this halacha, which is based on chapter 7 in the second half of the Kutimran, Yehuda said to his brothers, What profit are we going to make? In, in killing our brother. Let's sell him to these Turks or these Arabs. Rav says, this is very strange. Did it occur to Yehuda that his brother's intention in killing Yosef was for profit, for money? To the point where he's saying, what profit are we going to make on this? We can make more money another way. <laughs> Yehuda knew the truth. <laughs> that their intentions were really for the sake of heaven. They Based on their mistake, they thought they were doing a mitzvah, a good thing. They wanted to kill him so that he shouldn't fool them or fool others regarding the pure, the true emuna that all of them had received from their father, from Yaakov Avinu. They thought he's a phony, he's a You know. But one thing's for sure, they weren't, they weren't doing this for money or for profit. So what's going on here? Ravnosas Alian says, Rak Yehuda Roma Zlohem Yehuda was hinting to them what we've been learning about throughout this haloch, Mahma <to> Daitchem, <hear> based on what you're thinking, Ritzunghem <to hear> You want to destroy him to destroy Yisvat Zadik to eliminate him, so that he shouldn't mess up the holy das which which Avram yitzhak Yaakov had begun to to bring to the world. And if we get rid of him, then we'll be able to. You we will be able to. To draw that holy das into the world, That's why he said to them, ma What prophet? Let's sell him. What this means is, based on your thinking, rather than kill him, it'll be better to sell him and get money for him. The atem shekuchem and you, my brothers, who are all holy, when you will receive this money for the sale, you'll be getting that great bright light that we're speaking about, which shines in money. When a person receives money the right way, the way Rabbi al explained throughout that chapter on the by spreading holy das into the world to the Ben and Talmud, and through Yira, and through being an Ishchael, being powerful. And then you'll be making a real proper tikkun. Because according to you, Yosef HaTzadik is talking to his brothers. According to your opinion, that Yosef HaTzadik wants to mess up the das, shahu pegam which is damaging the rotzayin Ba which shines into money, shahu pegam which is also a pegam in kingdom and rulership, as we've spoken about in the previous shulam on this halacha, Al-Kane, If that's the case, better that you sell him. By doing that, number one, you'll remove him, you'll knock him down from kingdom, his memshol. There won't be any chance of him being a ruler. And he'll no longer be able to rule over you through by being connected to the Malchus which you're suspecting him of. Sadas, he'll no longer be able to spoil the Das through through great wealth. Kemba as Yerovan Benevat did, who was a descendant of Yeswatsani. Adarab, just the opposite. you'll receive the money for selling him. And by doing that, you'll be able to receive and elevate the Heorah Sarotzim, which fell, but through Yosef Hatsadik's actions, Lifit Again, this is based on the mistaken uh, understanding of the brothers. And you will elevate this heorah sarotzayn. You'll elevate us the kablo heorah sarotzayn. Alidei hamama in the mei bechirasayn. You will elevate the das, and you'll receive the heorah sarotzayn through this money that you're going to receive for selling Yosef Hatzadik. Nimzo, so we, we conclude therefore. Shall to usam Amar Yehuda Kahagen? based on their mistake, that they thought Yosfat wasn't qualified at all for Malthus. and if he's going to have, if he's saying he's going to be a melech, he's going to be a melech of the Sitrachah, and therefore he's going to damage the Hehoras Haratzayim, the Hehoras Sadas, all of those things, and, and therefore, the, any money associated with him will be damaged money, so therefore he says, okay, if that's the case, let's sell him, you'll get money, and you're right, you're what you're doing, everything you're doing is right. So the money that you'll get is will have and you'll spread the das and you'll be part of the Malchus Nimsa we we see therefore based on their mistake. Yehuda, what Yehuda was telling them was very appropriate. Because the truth is, the brothers, the Shvotim, also had received very high level Das from their father Yaakov Avinu. However, they were mistaken in their perception of Yosef Hatzadi, who had received more Das than them they fought just the opposite. And therefore the Torah sell, tells us that they sold him for 20 silver pieces, which is a hundred more, which corresponds to the hundred gates that we spoke about in a few shiram earlier, when we spoke about Yitzchak Avinu, who received this or sadas, this se'ora and he was zechut to mei and he was zechut to great wealth, a hundred gates. Because they, the brothers, were mistaken; they thought that again, we're going to sell him, we're going to get this money. This Heorah Saratzin is going to shine by, by this money, this ashirus that we receive, for, and it'll go from, from, from more to mayor. Heorah Saratzin is defined as more, what, this very high level, and more is also Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, when it's spelled with Alephs, which is again the name of Hashem that's connected to that highest level, and they thought they're gonna they're gonna use this which is more, and convert it to male. but they made a very serious mistake. as the Torah tells us, Shepogmu Bozemoid, that they they made tremendous damage through this. This is an incredibly important statement. Rav Nosanzhal says here, even great tzadikim can be mistaken regarding a tzaddik who is greater than them. To the point where they should want to kill him. They should think he's such a bad person that they should want to kill him or to sell him down the river to sell him for money. And therefore, the way we correct this is through the five that we give to the kohen for esrin kesef; those five silver coins are equal to twenty kesef, which is me'amal. <coughs> Which we give to the kohen to redeem a firstborn. And as we learned in the previous shiurin, by giving this money to the Koyain, the kohen is das. Through this, we draw the holy das, which leads us to be able to draw that he- which shines into that money. I understood that the brothers took away the leadership position of Ruvain as the from because he didn't dissuade them from this idea of, of killing or selling Yosef. So I'm wondering how come Yehuda got the malchus if he also here? It seems like he didn't. He didn't dissuade them from, from this whole idea either. The answer is, first of all, Reuven lost the bachurah. We said when he interceded with the bed of his father, when he moved right. his father's bed. That the leadership that the brothers, as the yeah, the the brothers looking up to him as the firstborn. They didn't because he, he 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 was in he was involved to a degree, but Yehuda we're told was not part of the plan to kill him at all. That's the point. That's why Yehuda didn't lose, didn't forfeit the malchus. He was saying that with the hope that he'll stop them, he'll stop them from killing him, and he'll save him. He used this as an excuse, as saying, "Why kill him? We'll sell him." You know. It's brought actually in the bracha that Yaakov gave to Yehuda before Yaakov passed away. He said clearly there, he said, Yehuda at gur Yehuda, you're like a lion. Um, and then in the middle he says, miterev b'ni olisa, you removed yourself from tearing up my son. And it's brought that the first letters of Mitereth Beni Olisa make up the first letters of the name of Mashiach Menachem Ben Amir. That because he was not involved like the other brothers, that's why he was elevated. question in the chat, but, but does selling that brother, or even any human being, be connected to an honest way of getting money? The, the law of Rodef allows us to kill someone in self-defense,
1: but does it allow
0: us to sell that person? The answer is that there's a lot written, there's a lot written in all the different sparring, about exactly how the brothers came to this conclusion, based on halacha, based on Torah, how they came to the conclusion, at first, number one, of wanting to murder him, and then eventually ending up selling him. Rabbi Nussan showing us, based on Likute Maran, on a spiritual level, what was behind this, what was behind Yehuda's suggestion, let's sell him. That Yehuda was saying, based on what Rabbenasal explains so when he put him on there, this whole process of Das and Yira and Hera and Malchus and Parnasa, that whole flow. If you're you're saying Hamolih you're saying he's not Malchus Digdusha, he's Malchus of the Sidra And 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 therefore, and you you're angry at him because he told on you to, to, to our father, therefore. The, a, you, you're implying that 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 money, any money that he has or that he'll have will, will make make damage, cause tremendous trouble. Therefore, based on that, I'm suggesting that we'll trade him in for money. And if we'll have the money, if you'll have the money, Yehuda's telling them, then it'll be mama in the Kedusha with her Oras and with Oras It'll repair all the things that you're thinking of. Paragraph Kesuv, Veikar Mitzvus Pidyanab Pidyanbchor Meakoyein Nitztavu Yisrael Achar Ma'isa Hoigel Beis Hakomas Anishva. When did Hashem really instruct the Jewish people regarding the mitzvah of Pidyanaben? It was after they had sinned with the golden calf, and Hashem told them to put up a mishkan. She'oz Niskachu Hakoyhannin. It's at that point that the Kohanim, that the holiness that was originally by the Bechor, by the firstborn, was transferred to the Kohanim. And Hashem instructed Moshe Rabbeinu to tell the Jews to do a pigling, to redeem all of the firstborn using these five silver coins as we find all of this expressed in the Chumet Shem Parshas Bamidbor. Because the entire involvement of the Jewish people in this golden calf was all based on what we've been learning here so far in this halacha. They, they sinned regarding wealth. Gold and silver. To the point where they used money, gold and silver, to make a golden calf. As it says, It was the large amount of gold that they had with them that they took out of Egypt that prompted them to make this ego. As the Gemara points out in Bruchus. ze pogmu and all of this came about because they, they didn't have the proper respect for their Rebbe Moshe Rabbeinu. Shehu ikar Heoras hadas. Moshe Rabbeinu is the ultimate light of Das Shehei Yerbonu which he shined into the Jewish people for all generations, Leidam Imenu to be able to know about Hashem and have recognition of Hashem. And Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who gave us the Torah with all the awesome miracles that accompanied it. And as a result of the great jealousy that the Erev Rav had for the Jewish people, they, they caused the Jews to be involved with them in this mistake to the point where they said, this Moshe Rabbeinu, we don't know what happened to him. He went up to heaven, he said he's going up for 40 days and he's going to be back. 40 days are over, he's not back. And the Malach the Sultan, showed them an image in the sky of Moshe Rabbeinu on a deathbed. The heir of Rav was saying that Moshe Rabbeinu died, he's gone. And therefore, let's, let's make ourselves an idol. And their main mistake and sin was that they didn't believe in the great power of Moshe Rabbeinu. So that even according to their mistake, where they thought that he already died, he left, the Vaday Nisha Daitoy talmidot. Tamidot. Rabbenaz shows us there in the put that when a true tzadik passes away, he makes sure to leave behind his das in his students. Aaron Akoye and his brother aroin his nephew Hur, Yoshua. The Hain Khafru Bazer, and they, the heir of Rav, denied this completely. They didn't believe this. At Shamru to the point where they told the Jews, Kum A Let's make an idol. What's the connection? What's the connection in not believing in the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu and making an idol? Rab Zal says, Because when a person doesn't believe in the true Tzadik, the person will not believe in Hashem either. Remember, the two are put together in the passage. Va'yaminu ba'Hashem uva Moishe Avdon. Believing in, in in Hashem means believing in his servant Moishe Rabenu. Uke shepoglu ba'Moisher. And when they were plague and Moishe Rabenu, when they did not have the proper faith in Moishe Rabenu, shehu hadas alkein be'vaday nafal huashiu setzlam elasit rachlu. Then the wealth that they possessed fell into the citrafra into tuma valkaine also meha shilus daikavada sarala and therefore they used this wealth to make an idol shahuha ege sho also me uriboi hasav o mai sesotanhetsliaf and haded this whole plan of the satan succeed? alidaye shilu was <laughs> hattas shaya kasavolov ale because someone by the name of Micha threw a plate that had inscribed on it the words Rise up, O Axe. Moshe, es mi Moshe Rabbeinu had used this this plate this piece to bring Moshe Rabbe, to bring Yosef Hatat tzaddik's coffin up from the bottom of the Nile River where the Egyptians had sank it. Moshe Rabbeinu wrote these words, Alei and he wrote a name of Hashem on that that would make it happen. And Moshe Rabbeinu didn't see that after he did that, after he succeeded in getting the coffin of Yisvat Sadiq to rise up in the water and come to the top, and Moshe Rabbeinu left with that, with the coffin of Yisvat sadiq he didn't see that there was somebody hiding in the bushes the child that he had saved. When the Egyptians said any, if you don't finish your quota of construction during the day, when they stopped giving the Jewish people bricks, we're gonna put Jewish babies in the wall to fill the wall. And, And the Medrash says that at one point, Moshe Rabbeinu saw this. He saw that the Egyptians had put a baby, a Jewish baby into the wall with this cement, with this wet cement, That he was going to replace the bricks that they didn't finish. And Moshe Rabbeinu waited till they left and he ran to pull this baby out of the wall. And a basco, a voice came from heaven saying, Stop, don't do it. And Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't, couldn't bring himself to allow a Jewish baby to die like that. So he went anyway and took the baby out of the wall. And the Medrash tells us that baby is the one that grew up to be Micha. The one who was present when Moshe Rabbeinu performed this miracle with the coffin of Yisvat Sadiq, when Moshe Rabbeinu left, he took that plate and put it in his pocket, and then later, when the when the made this this fire and they were, everyone was throwing gold into it, he didn't have gold, he threw his treasure into it. He threw this plate into it that had these words, Aleisha, rise up, ox, and that was. Prepared by Moshe Rabbeinu, and it had a name of Hashem on it. And as a result of that, this calf came out of the fire. So now Ramban shows us the connection. Look at this. This piece that Moshe Rabbeinu used to bring to elevate the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik, This piece was misused. To make an idol. Because the Jews were, couldn't possibly leave Egypt until they first took the bones of Yosef at with them, as Yosef at had made them swear that they won't leave Egypt without him. As it says, Hashem is going to remember you eventually. Hashem is going to take you out of Egypt. And when he does, please make sure to take my coffin with you. (laughs) Because the whole success of the the Jewish people getting out of Egypt was dependent on this. (laughs) Yosef had Tzadik was the Tzadik Emes. He's one of the seven shepherds of the Jewish people who brought holy das to the world, recognition of Hashem. And the tzaddik's mission of bringing das to the world is not only while he's physically living, but just the opposite. When the tzaddik passes away, his das is shining even more brightly than during his lifetime. The Gemara says very clearly in the beginning of Chulim, page 7, that tzaddikim are greater in death than they are during their lifetime as it says clearly in the Zohar HaKadosh, that after the Tzadik passes away, he's even more present. His presence in our world is felt even more than during his lifetime. And the Zohar Kodesh says this is what the Pasuk in Kohelis is referring to when it says, I praise those, the dead who have already passed away more so than those that are living. K'mayisham Rabbi Sainazal as the Gemara points out in Shabbos, page 30. Because they've already died. And they and they're they and their Gezeros, the Gezeros that these rabbis established, and the Tikkunim that they established, continue to live on. V'alkein, Iker, Yitzias, Mitzrayim, Moshe, And therefore, one of the most important factors that enabled the Jews to leave Egypt was the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu took the coffin of Yosef Tzadik with him. By doing this, he drew the, the light of Das of Yosef Hatzadik, which is combined with the Heorah that Yosef Hatzadik was privileged to receive through his holy kingdom. And that's what enabled the Jewish people to leave Egypt to get out from under the kingdom of the Sidrachla. Now, Rab-Nosim Zal makes it even clearer. And now we understand why the Midrash tells us that at the same time that the Jewish people were involved in going to their neighbors and getting all of their gold and silver, at that same time is when Moshe Rabbeinu went searching for the coffin of Yosef HaTzadeh. As the Medrash says, Chacham <laughs> Yikach A smart person takes Mitzvos. <clears throat> As the Gemara says in Saitel, page 13, that the Jews were involved in mitzvahs and Moshe Rabbeinu was involved in a mitzvah. There seems to be a question here. The Gemara is saying that Moshe Rabbeinu was chacham lev. He knew what mitzvah to take. The wealth that the Jewish people were getting from their neighbors to take out of Egypt, that was also a very important mitzvah. Because Hashem had spoken to them in a very serious way about that. As it says, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, please speak to the Jewish people, the and have them borrow from their Egyptian neighbors all of their gold and silver. The main mitzvah is to take that wealth out of Egypt. As Hashem had promised Avram Avinu that your children are going to be slaves in a strange land for many years. But in the end, they will leave with great wealth. This promise the ha-mitzvah and the whole mitzvah involved in this hoyo hanal was related to what we've been learning here throughout this halacha. Machmas shalidei because through wealth, when through proper wealth, a person can be zoycha to this heorah which is the main goal of a, of a Jew. Hat Sadik However, ordinary people cannot achieve this He'orasarotzain through wealth without the true Sadiq. Shahu Yoysef Hat Sadiq, Talkusa the who shines this light even more after his passing than during his lifetime. And this explains why Moshe Rabbeinu was involved in the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik exactly at the time that the Jewish people were involved in acquiring all that wealth from Egypt. In order to enable Receiving and elevating all of that wealth from the sitra from the Egyptians, and bringing it into kedusha, in order to be able to receive that great light of which comes when there is a great light of das through the coffin of Yosef Hadad person will say but wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu the, the highest level gas? the answer is yes but we see that even Moshe Rabbeinu needs a connection to the tzaddik who already passed away which is Yosef at in this context any questions please However, the Torah teaches us that Kedusha and Tumah, the good and the bad, always parallel each other. Just as Hashem has given power to the side of holiness, He's also given power to the Sitra for those who want to become Tumay. The the shviel, habechira—all of this is so that we should have free choice. Sheyeshlo koyach godol, and this concept of bechira is very powerful, very significant. As Rabbi Nelson expounds on this in a big way in Hilchas Dirchas Hashachar, Halachahei, paragraph Ayn Zayin, V'Alkein, V'Alkein. And therefore, using that special plate, which had the name of Hashem in it, which Moshe Rabbeinu used to lift up the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik, That same plate produced the Egel, this golden calf, from this massive amount of gold that the Jews had because when we mess up the wealth, the other side, the Sidra has the ability to take something good and turn it around completely to the side of evil. To the point where he should be able to bring forth an idol from the wealth yes poi kedushah kolkach because wealth money in its from, in its place of origin where it originates from is a very very high level of holiness beginas her osarotson money is coming from that same place of her osarotson kizeh yodua because this is a known fact in sifra kabbalah she becho momshesh kedushah gvoya veyoiser that wherever there is a higher level of holiness, when somebody messes up over there, the damage is very, very great. Because again, good and bad parallel each other. And this is why Aharon HaKoyin had to be personally involved in the preparation for the Egel. (laughs) Because he saw that he could not defeat the Erev Rav at that time. To turn them around completely from their Sheker, from all of their false beliefs, to the truth. Therefore, Aaron thought, maybe he, being a student of Moshe Rabbeinu, being attached to the Tzadik Emes, maybe he'll have the ability to strengthen the holiness that's found in the gold, Shenasnu, which the people contributed. To elevate it. Using his great power, using Aaron great power, is to the point where he'll succeed in defeating all of their evil plans. However, unfortunately, the plan that the satan had was successful. Ah, however, afal even though the satan was successful in bringing out an idol here, the Golden Calf, as a result of Aaron HaKoyim's involvement, he tried to do this in a tricky way. They shouldn't know what his real intention is. And he tried to delay them. He thought women, tell women to give up their jewelry. They're not gonna do that so quickly, so I'll buy more time. Hoping that Moshe Rabbeinu will come back already. And so that eventually Moshe Rabbeinu did arrive on the scene. As Rashi explains over there. How come? So that, the, I'm sorry, could, could be the men contributed the jewelry that they had. Or the or they took it reluctantly. The women didn't want to give it. As a result of all of that, in the end, Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron took control and and burned the eagle. And they repaired the sin of the eagle by building the mishkan shel Israel, which was made from the wealth of the Jewish people, gold and silver, etc. And there in the Mishkan is where you had the greatest revelation of the divine presence. <clears throat> in the Mishkan is where this high-level das and this light of Rotsein shone. And it's then when the Mishkan was built, that's when Hashem declared Arana and all of his descendants to be kohen. and so too, the entire tribe of Levi was sanctified, was elevated as a result of the fact that they did not participate in the ego. And therefore, they did not damage the wealth. And it's then, when the Mishkan was put up, and the Koihanim were given this, this great holiness, that's when Hashem instructed the Jewish people that the firstborn son has to be redeemed by, from the Koyim with money. Because the firstborn children were yes involved. Those people who were firstborns were yes involved in making the Egel of. And as a result of that, As a result of that, Hashem fired them from the, being the ones to do the Avoidah in the Mishkan and the mitzvah, which was Hashem's original plan. The original plan was that the B'choyrim would be the one to do the avoida in the Mishkan, and the Be'es bekesef. And in addition, Hashem instructed the Jews to redeem the firstborn son from the koyin with money. <laughs> this is an example of a Tikkun for the wealth. And therefore a Tikkun for the sin of the Egel. And this is also a tikkun for the sale of Yosef HaTzadik for those 20 silver pieces, which is the same as the five coins that we give to the claim. All of this, all of these bad things, the Egel, the sale of Yosef HaTzadik were all examples of Pegam in the das, Pegam in the, in the which shines into into money and wealth. And therefore, by us performing this mitzvah of redeeming the bechoyer with money, we return and we restore the wealth into the domain of holiness. And we draw this light of Das, this light of Rotsoy, calls it, and we repair everything. We repair everything. Now note Zal said here, and we've been saying throughout that this Heoras Hadas, Rabbenazal begins the chapter in the there speaking about Das that everyone has to achieve that, that bringing children into the world is all about bringing new das to the world. Because if, if you bring a child into the world and you don't give him a Jewish education, he's not a human being. He's an animal. He's not classified as other. And then Rabbi I went on to say that the real shleimus hadas is when it's to such a point that even when the person's going to leave the world, they leave behind their das in children and tamidim. And then Rabbeinu said, in order to really be able to do that successfully, you need Yira. You have to be a true Yira Shemayim. And if a person has all of that, then that person, such a person, when they're eating, could be Zericha or and and could be and then and that person could be Zericha. If they're strong, they could be Zericha also to provide Parnasa. That was the general flow in that chapter in the Puteimran. So the das and the he'orah sarotzaim go into the, into the money, into the wealth. I remember once hearing from my Rebbe, Rebbe Nichol, Zichar he told this over from the ben Chai that it says about Moshe Rabbeinu, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu was wealthy. Where did he get his wealth from? From the psoilus of the Luchais. From the psoilus of the Luchais. The luchas were made from an incredible, incredible expensive stone that Hashem had given them. And and the chips, the the letters were carved out. So the chips of stone that were knocked out in order to form the letters in the luchas, Moshe Rabbeinu got those chips. That's called the psoilis of the luchas. Mishon nisashe Moshe. From there Moshe Rabbeinu became wealthy. And and Zal says on the Kutiran that the first letters of Nishom, Nesasher, Moshe spell the word Mamain without the letter Vav. Without the letter Vav. Because the letter Vav represents the Luchais. The Luchais, which were six by six. The Gemara says the dimensions of the Luchais were six by six. And the Luchais were broken eventually. They were broken. That's why the Vav is missing from there. But again, we're told that from the of the Luchais, that's how Moshe Rabbeinu became wealthy. Now the question is, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Benish Chayes, we measure his wealth by money? His wealth is mentioned by, 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 by physical wealth? We know the Torah tells us, ain Oni Adas that poverty, the term "poor" in the Torah refers to lack of das. Ashrei maskel el dol fortunate is the person who gives seichel to a poor person, <clears throat> and and of course, the level of shlemus hadas. That's im das konisa ma chosata. If you have das, what are you lacking? Vim das if you're lacking das, what do you have? What's all your money worth? So the Ben Chai says that if you take when you have a Hebrew letter, the letter Lamed, for example. The letter Lamed, the way we pronounce it, is as if it were written Lamed Mem Dalet. But we only write the Lamed. We only write that first letter. So the remainder, though, the Mem and Dalet is called the Pseulis. It's the additional part of the letter. The Banishai says if you take the Psilas of the word Luchais, you take the Mem Dalet, of the Lamed, you take the, the Ches of the uh, um, ches, the Yud Tov of the letter Ches. You take that; it's Bigematria Das. The gematria that you will get is Das, das four hundred and seventy-four. Mishom Nis Asher Moshe. That's where Moshe Rabbeinu got his wealth from. Moshe Rabenu's wealth is Das, number one. And again, based on our Hawachi, based on the chapter on the how, how does all of that begin? It begins from Das. Remember, the chapter on the begins with saying that our, our mission is to bring children into the world to increase the Das in the world. And a person who does that really on a high level, even after they leave the world, their Das is still flowing. And when they, a person who does, and, and, and if they have Yirashamayim, they have the Yir also, and if they have all of that, then there's this incredible highlight that shines into their food, into their parnasa, into their wealth, into their wealth. So again, it's all the flow is from das going into wealth eventually. And by Moshe Rabbeinu, we see that his wealth came from the Lucais. What are the luchos? The Lucais are the Das of Hashem. That was Hashem's wisdom that Moshe Rabbeinu brought to the Jewish people. Can, can we explain the question of the chat why it's impossible to believe in Hashem without believing in the truth Sadiq? We have the Pesach about believing in Hashem and in Moshe Rabbeinu, but what's the reason behind it? The answer is because believing in Hashem is not an easy thing. We don't see Hashem. Hashem is completely invisible and and, 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 and the world is upside down. We're in an Oilama shake where where the haloma, the hiddenness of Hashem is just incredible. Everything else we see, we see animals, we see birds, we see we see the sun, we see the moon, we see technology, we see we see all kinds of greatness. And the one who's supposedly the greatest one, we don't see at all. And, and again, the Sahara gives us hundreds of proofs that the scientists and the philosophers and, and all the atheists and agnostics and all of those characters have to promote the fact that there is no Hashem, no religion, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas the tzaddik is closer to us. We can, we're supposed to see the tzaddik, Rabbein Azar writes in chapter 4, in that step one of coming close to a tzaddik is seeing the tzaddik. Your eyes will see your teacher. We can see him physically, when he's physically alive, and we know exactly who he is. We can see him in his students. The Gemara says that <clears throat> that if you want to know who a rabbi is, look at the students. We can see him in his spharim, in his writings, in his teachings. Rabbein Azal says that the tzaddik puts his face and his soul and his sechel in his sefer, So the tzaddik, we can see more than we see Hashem. And the tzaddikim are the ones who achieve the highest level of emuna in Hashem. Tzaddik be emunah sayichia. Remember, the Pesach says a tzaddik lives with his emuna. They achieve the highest level of emuna in Hashem, in the Torah, and in themselves. And in themselves, the tzaddik has to believe in himself also, and therefore, through the tzaddik, we can receive, we can learn emuna in Hashem, emuna in the Torah, emuna in the tzaddik, and to believe in ourselves. All the different facets of emuna we get through the connection to the tzaddik emes. Because again, what is the tzaddik emus? He is the ultimate pillar of emuna. But isn't that the Torah? The Torah kol mitzvay secha emuna says all the mitzvah. The Torah is emuna, right? And the Gemara says, look how silly those people are that they stand up for a torah for a safe Torah and they don't stand up for a talmit implying that if the Torah is emuna, then the tzaddik is much more emuna, a greater source of emuna. I hope that that made it quite clear. I explained that. I answered that. Okay. We should be to emuna, all the right emuna. There's a possible ish emunis rav that a man of faith, a multitude of blessings. We should be to really renew our Imun and Hashem through our Imun and the Tzaddik and in the Torah and in ourselves to believe in the Jewish people. Be to the Rav Brochets to see all the assurance that we need now, especially the coming of Moshiach, the Binyin Beisamitosh, the bel Elmeno, Amen V'Amein. Question Is it really different from seeing Hashem in the Torah and in Talmudic HaChonim? I don't understand the question. Is it really different from seeing Hashem in the Torah and The answer is, <clears throat> the answer is yes, yes, because the Gemara says, "Godol Shimusha Shel Torah That Shimush of Torah is even greater than learning Torah. And Shimusha Shel Torah, one of the definitions of Shimusha Shel Torah, is serving Talmid Chachamim being around tamidha khahoman that's an even greater way that brings a person to higher levels of emuna and recognition of hashem than a person could get from from only learning torah